We have talked about sticky stuff before. We're probably going to talk about sticky stuff again. This is the podcast. It's... it's here it is. <laughs> What is going on, baseball fans? My name is Jack, or Baseball's Dirt Little Secret, or really anything. If you just call me by anything, I'll be happy. I'm kind of like a puppy. We're joined here by producer Wilson, who has... I think he deserves to be mentioned first, because he has been mentioned more than both of us in this last week. But as always, I'm also joined by my wonderful co-host, Pony, Lorenzo, Dr. Wisdom. There's so many names, so many skills. I think the... Um, Rumble Pony seems to be stitching, though. I'm gonna see how long I can talk before you get a word in. We're at a minute. Welcome. Rumble Pony has been sticking. The amount of DMs we got, guys, last time about Wilson infuriated me. I was like, not only did he dictate the pod conversation, now he's controlling our Instagram feed? I was peeved. He deserves none of the love. He no gets. love. Eminem wrote a yeah. song about him called No Love for Wilson. Yeah. Nobody cares about what he does with his day. You want to know what Wilson is the kind of guy who does? He's the kind of guy who makes 80 different Gmail accounts to get free trials on the same thing. That's Wilson. That Yeah, he's the type of person who only goes to Target and doesn't go to Walmart. Oh, my God. He goes to Target and posts about it as soon as he steps in Target. Yeah. That's why I have him blocked on all social media apps. That's true, yeah. If you try to find him on social media, you can't. Because we run his accounts, and every time he posts, we delete them. Should we uh, reveal the Wilson Instagram account? No. No. We'll keep it secret. The people aren't ready. He'll get canceled so quick. If this gets 5,000 likes, we'll reveal the Wilson Instagram account. Okay, yeah. If this video gets 30 million views, we'll reveal it. Yeah, we'll reveal it. But, Jack, how you doing? It's been a day, two days since we talked. What's up? It's been it's been pretty good. A lot of stitchy stuff. So that's kind of been what my life has been, which is kind of weird. Who would have thought two years two years ago we'd be like, oh yeah, my my life has resolved around sunscreen and rosin. Is, <laughs> is it a good thing? Maybe or maybe not. I think I reached my breaking point, but we'll get there. First, I want to talk about a little bit of a, a little fan love and give us a couple shout outs to some people. So, you know, we're just every day, you know, wake up. Do the TikTok, do the podcast. We we got our rhythm down, and uh, it was pretty cool to see that the MLB was in one of our one of my but 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 can't talk one of my live streams the other day, just like chatting it up, and I was like, "What's going on?" Some random intern running MLB's TikTok. Mm-hmm. Hope you're having a great day. And I have like, a theory. Okay, go ahead. Do you want me to finish the story? I think and set it up that... first for the people who don't know. No, this is just a random thought. Okay, go ahead. My theory is Jed Lowry runs the MLB TikTok account. Oh, Jed, that's a deep cut. I was thinking like J.D. Drew, but I don't allow Jed no. Lowry. It's Jed Lowry. I mean, do I have any evidence to prove that? No, but you know, look inside your heart. You know Jed Lowry runs the TikTok account. I, I got a tingle. I got a tingle. And also, when have we ever used facts on this podcast? If you tried to bring me facts and data, I would have resented it immediately. I would have been like, ew, get out of here. Yeah, that's but, fair. The MLB pops in, long story short, we say we need more Alex Verdugo highlights. So today they post a video, or when you're watching this, they post a video of Alex Verdugo highlight on their feed. We got super excited, but the really cool part, they tagged us, but that doesn't really matter. They tagged one of our followers. Uh, I think his account's called Alex Verdugo. So if you're watching this, Mm -hmm. shout out to you. Uh, Go follow him. And I thought that was really cool. I was like, MLB, 
give just they just made a little kid's yeah. day and i was happy yeah. to be a part of that and it's a deep cut because when we first started our podcast we made shirts that said alex for Dugout. our some of our very first episodes was us debating and i was saying Red Sox won the Mookie Betts trade. Alex Verdugo is going to be amazing. So it's kind of it's kind of weird. It's come full circle sh- in a I way we weren't expecting. Instead, we're we wearing really a should've. rivalry. I got a Mets shirt on. You got a Brave shirt on right I now. We're kind of yeah. yeah we're, what, what is we're this? Beefing, we're like straight up beefing right. We're both looking fresh, but we're like we're beefing right now for no reason. Yeah. We should have worn our Alex Verdugo shirts in honor. I wore it the other day and I felt good. I, you gotta feel good when you wear that. I just MLB's crushing the TikTok game. Like, good job. That's there. I feel like that's the one. We're gonna talk a lot of bad about MLB today, unfortunately. So I really wanted to talk good. You know, setups. Yeah. I wanted to get get it out. There are good things they're doing. Like their TikTok account is very interactive with young fans, and I think that's dope as hell. So that little kid's probably running around his room in joy. So we gotta shut that out. Yeah. They're they're killing the TikTok game. Jed Lowry is doing fantastic. Love and Alex Verdugo is indeed the goat. So, quick conversation before we get to sticky stuff. Then we'll get to sticky stuff. Alex Verdugo. Actually, two things. One, do you think? So we have obviously we got Vladdy Jr., Tatis, Acuna. They're all like running the face of baseball right now. We got Soto. A couple guys that like Red Sox. Either one of these guys could get up there. Verdugo or Devers. One of them. Could very soon. I think Devers is slept on in that conversation. Devers, I think he won't be that young, exciting guy. He is the Trey Turner. He's Jose he's Ramirez. Just, he's Jose Ramirez. Yeah, he's just always underrated, and people love calling that player underrated. But they love calling him underrated so much, he'll never kind of make it out of that. I think he'll always be like, he's a really solid player. He's so underrated, which he is. But I agreed. I don't think he's going to make it into that... Um, that stardom that he probably deserves. Yeah, but Alex Verdugo, man, he's making that Mookie Betts trade a lot more palatable. So, uh, Doogie, follow us. Come on the pod sometime. Tag Doogie, guys. Let's get him on. <laughs> yeah. All right, let's get to it. It's going to be a shorter pod today, but let's get to the sticky stuff. Let's get sad with it. We got to go here. Or I happy. reached my. We're happy. I reached my breaking point. I don't know how you are, because are we going to title this Pine Tar Chronicles Part 3? Like... I think this is going to be called the sticky stuff just because I saw a comment saying, can you stop calling it the sticky stuff? So it's going to be the title. Good. I'm happy. We don't listen to comments. Yeah. We push back. Yeah. Um, yeah. We actually hate our fans. We really do. If you comment something, yeah. we will spite you. Um, yeah. That's what Jack's doing with his whole title of this podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Spiting one It's also comment. a good title. I mean, come on. It is a, Cut to, a good I mean, whoever's listening to this right now, that could very well not be the title. But I hope it is. I think it's going to have to be the title. We've just talked about 30 yeah. seconds over it. We can't not do it now. So now would it be funnier if it wasn't the title? <laughs> <laughs> now you're like double spiting. There's a lot yeah, going on. Yeah. Back on track, though. I reached my breaking point of, okay, I'm over this story. Because mm-hmm. now it's gone super national. Everyone has really bad takes on it. Sorry, I'm coming at a lot of MOB reporters and like old school baseball guys. Takes on the whole situation suck. So I'm very I'm annoyed now. I'm listening to people talk about it. I'm like, no, no, that's all wrong. So now I'm over it. Like I don't really want to talk about it anymore, but I know we have to. So that's kind of mm-hmm. where I'm at, Jack. I'm checking in. How you doing on this? I'm at the other end of the scale. I am ready to dive in. Let's pull up some receipts. Let's get sticky <laughs> with it. I really think this is 
this <laughs> is our destiny. I think I destiny is the best name for as you're choking. Are you choking on spider tack? No, I choked on water. <laughs> if this video gets 30 million views, we will not only... What was what did we say we are going to do before? Ooh. Uh, release oh, reveal. Wilson's Instagram account. Yeah, we'll, we'll dox Wilson, um, our lovely producer, and I'll also eat a whole tub of spider tack on stream. Ooh, I think that's how you die. Mm-hmm. Most likely death. But you're yeah. super into this story, and you're going to eat the spider tack. And I'm a little up, but I'm going to get into it for today because we got a lot to talk about. We've been talking about it bits and pieces, but we have to dedicate a full episode to this because we had a lot of breaking news. So the MLB. Finally, the S hit the fan, guys. We got an official memo from the MLB telling us what's going to happen. So they announced that starting June 21st, I believe was the day, June 20th or June 21st. It was the Monday coming 21st. up. So when you're listening to this, Monday, June 21st. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got that right. Uh, so they will begin suspending players caught with any foreign substances for 10 days with pay. Now, they aren't instating a new rule. They're strictly just enforcing the rule that is already instated. So I think that's an yeah. important note to make because a lot of people are saying, why would they let this rule? Why would the MLB players let this happen midway? They don't get a choice because it's already a rule. In the rule book, the MLB is just going to start punishing you for breaking the rule. So that's the first yeah. thing. But Jack, your initial thought. I yeah, I think it's important to clarify they the MLB feels like they've been forced forced to like really push this rule. It is as you said not like a brand new changing altering the game and that will kind of go into the pitcher reactions we'll get to later. But my first reactions were I think in the middle. I I think 10 games seems um substantial, but again there if it's a starting pitcher um it's two games, which is kind of like if you get in a fight, it's two games, two or three games. And then with pay, it's just kind of a weird, I don't really know the fining aspect and all of like the monetary side of like pl the players union stuff, but I don't, just kind of a weird thing to throw in there. If you cheat, you will still get paid. I don't know. Well, I saw this and it makes sense though, because the MLB can't m not pay them. Like they can't, you, that is a... Yeah lawsuit waiting to happen like you make up oh, yeah. a phantom rule in the middle of a season for a problem you enabled and now you're trying to take pay away from players that is a cba lockout the season if they try to make that without pay i'm pretty sure we get a no more season i just think that highlights kind of the separation between competitiveness and livelihood because it's like yeah they have to get paid but then the way these pitchers are reacting it's like integrity of the game kind of their livelihood they want to like play well but then it's also like oh yeah but this is their job they get paid to do it so it's it, i feel like it's just such a like a zoom out and you kind of see the full picture and it makes debating all these little things and like all the pitcher comments a little more silly yeah there is definitely that i have seen a lot of people like with pay you're not even going to take their money it's like if you're thinking that, you probably aren't looking at the full picture here. There is a CBA coming up at the end of the season. The MLB is the whole reason this is an issue in the first place. And they went to the Players Union. So we're going to go at the MLB for a lot of things here, but they did consult the Players Union on this. And the only way that this rule would even happen is if it was with pay. So don't go at that. That'd just be 
there's clear reason why they did that. But the other yeah. thing, banning every substance. So the only substance you're allowed to use is the rosin bag provided to you by the MLB on the mound. You're not allowed to use sunscreen indoors. If you're using sunscreen after sunset, the umpires have the right to assume that you're cheating. So we are talking talking about nothing. No sunscreen, no pine tar, no ro- rosin that's only permitted, but that's about it. No spider attack, obviously, nothing. So the MLB is going full cold turkey, and there's a lot of backlash on both ends, but I'll let you go. I'm screwed if I was a pitcher. Sometimes <laughs> I burn at night. Yeah, you do I've literally burn. gotten sunburns at 9 p.m. Dude, you burn that indoors. White. I've watched you just start to sweat and become red. I, I'm like, what's happening to you? I thought I read something one time on like Wikipedia that you couldn't get a sunburn through a car window. No idea if that's true, but I've done it. It's happened to me many times. I, I believe it, dude. I see you and I'm like, oh, he's going to burn as soon as he steps outdoors. Yeah. So we just put an umbrella over you. I once, I, you know, the reptile lamp that you get, the heat lamp. Oh, that yeah, was on yeah. my hand for a little bit by accident. <laughs> sunburn. Dude, sometimes we have to keep your lighting a little dimmer as unusual because I'm like, he'll burn up. Yeah. He'll leave like all crispy looking. But yeah. the rosin and only rosin is an interesting thing because every MOB player is like, oh, sunscreen and rosin's fine. And I think that's the only real issue people are having with this is them not allowing pitchers to use sunscreen and rosin for grip. So I have some takes on this, but you, what, where are you feeling on that? So should we dive into um, into that conversation first? Maybe kind of some of that glass now, or not? We don't even have to add in glass now yet. But is there a way to stop people from using spider tack without stopping people from using sunscreen? Like, is because that is kind of the big the big titans of baseball media have kind of been calling this out, and pitchers are clearly unhappy because it seems like they said oh, there's an issue, we're going to get all of it. And MLB is kind of known for immediate reactions that might not work out in the long run. So here's where I come to. I think sunscreen and rosin should be okay because the players think it's okay. And if all the players agree on something, then it's not cheating. If everybody's okay with something happening in a sport, it's no longer cheating. It's just a part of the sport. So sunscreen and Mm -hmm. rosin should be allowed. The MLB banning sunscreen and rosins kind of looks like they're out of touch and a bad look on this situation. Counter-argument and kind of where I'm leaning is the umpires who were consulted by the MOB said, hey, we can't tell the difference between sunscreen, rosin, and Nickelodeon slime mixed together on some guy's elbow and spider tack or something that's more intense. So you need to ban it all or we can't enforce it. And what would have happened if the MLB didn't ban sunscreen and rosin is the MLB wouldn't enforce against other stuff like spider tack. Because how the hell is 95-year-old Joe West going to tell the difference between what concoction some pitcher has on their arm? I agree with the MLB's decision to go full cold turkey. What I don't agree with is the timing of the decision. Doing it in the middle of the season is a bad look because what they should have been doing, and I think what they are working on and why they were collecting balls, is the MLB is trying to come up with a substance like sunscreen and rosin that will be legalized. That is the goal, to have a grip, not a performance enhancer, substance legalized for all pitchers to use so there won't be the conversation about sunscreen and rosin. It's just in the middle of the season after you said, hey, we're not going to punish any of you 
for using any sort of grips. Go to hand. Go go to town. Use whatever you want. Use Chick-fil-A sauce. I don't care. And mm. now it's like, oh, you can't use anything. That's where they misstepped. Yeah, I think that's where the whole thing started. Pitchers being sneaky about it and kind of taking advantage. So I agree 100% with you. I think it sucks that pitchers can't use sunscreen and rosin. And it's a nightmare situation for everyone involved. But how are you supposed to say, how is an ump supposed to go out and say, oh, that kind of looks like spider tech, but you know, it came out of a sunscreen bottle, so I guess technically it's legal. Or how is someone going to go out and like put on their magnifying glass and be like, oh yeah, that's um, that's Sunbum, SPF 50. You, know, you can't tell, like it should just be spider tech. Like you don't know. And people are also like Bubba on the Angels, who accused like all the aces, he was... He was had a cauldron in the dugout, like, stirring substances up. How are you supposed to know what that is? So I do think the only way to do it is go cold turkey. So I think now that that's out of the way, there's going to be repercussions. But how else are you supposed to do that? I think the only way to get through this, because I think, may, well, I guess not everyone agreed it was even a problem. But if, it, if you do think it's a problem, we're just going to have to deal with these repercussions of maybe possible injuries in the future, which we'll get to. So, yeah, also, Bubba, I imagine that he took a lock of each pitcher's hair. He made that special substance for it. And he's like, a lock of Garrett Cole's hair, half a half an ounce of wolf pee, and then, bam, you got your mix. All I'll say is we have not seen the last of Bubba. We have not. Bubba Strikes Back, the not. new movie. Also, just yeah. going back a little bit, you said not everyone agree. We kind of sided with Pete Alonso a little bit on his conspiracy theory going back to that. I'm super against it now. Because, like, he said it, and then nobody backed it up at all. Like, the MOBPA didn't say anything about it. Nobody else was like, oh, that's... He said it was, like, a fact, and yet we haven't gotten literally any facts on that. So, it's going back. I've rescinded my take on that. I don't, I don't think it's actually yeah, valid. I, I, think, I think we talked about it a good amount um, that we kind of explained he is the definition of a few balls can make his season. So it makes sense that he is the most in touch with that conspiracy theory and other players that are going to consistently hit 40 home runs and hit for average. They don't really care as much about a fly ball going to the first deck or a second deck going into the third deck. Agreed. But back on the sunscreen and rods and things. So there are some details about this that also make it make what harder for the umpire. So position players are allowed to use substances on their glove. I'm pretty sure if a third baseman wants to use spider tack, he can. I don't think there's any rule against that. So they're allowed to throwing, use adhesives. Throwing, like, dirty sliders to first base. And I'm like, <laughs> what is going on here? Wait a minute. I don't know if spider tack, but they can use pine tar. They can use whatever they want, like, on their glove yeah. to help them get a grip on the ball. And they could just stick something in their pocket or glove, and then, like, they're, they're and, not going to check the outfielder. So if you're an umpire, so say, for example, after every pitch, the ball gets tossed around the horn, which I found out, by the way. So apparently the original orientation of going around the horn was about 100 years ago when pitchers used to throw spitballs. The catcher would throw it down to third base, and they would throw it around the horn to wipe the spit off the ball before the umpire could check it to see if it had spit on it. So that's a, so cheating in baseball. We got a little bit of history with the whole mm -hmm. ball doctrine thing. It would be a COVID issue, but maybe is the, do you just say, let's bring spitballs back. Might you have can't to. use any substance, but start hucking loogies. Might have to do it. But so the pit, so at the end of the strikeout, a catcher is going to start tossing it around the horn and a, a pitcher or a third baseman or a second baseman could put a little bit of pine tar on that ball 
and throw it back to the pitcher. So that brings a new thing of why the MLB had to go full code turkey because then you start like what if the, what is that? Where did that come from? And so position players won't get punished for that unless it can be proved that they were intentionally trying to doctor the ball for the pitcher's advantage. But that's just a memo. So that's just like all the facts about the situation. You're going to start seeing, if that was the case, you'd start seeing summer camps next year doing drills with just like going around the horn, taking the tack off quick. And it's like, got to be quicker, got to be smoother. Get that seam, get that that seam. No, no, no. (laughs) There's so many, like this is how we got here was it's just a wild, wild west of substances of of Chick-fil-A sauce, as you said. So I cutting it all out. I don't know if I don't know if we agree with this. I'm kind of on on that side. I'm I'm interested to see what happens. Not there is a bigger question that I don't know like should you just legalize it or everything. Like that's kind of a broader question. Um but for if they had to address it, I think we're in an okay situation. See, I think this is the best thing the MLB can do with the current climate. Now, There's... my issue is how we got here is the MLB's fault. Yes. So, did the MLB do the best solution handed? The best possible solution right now is what they're doing because you can't let it go on for the rest of the season. So, you probably have to do something. But the fact that they didn't address this before spring training, when they talked about it last year with the MLBPA about the sticky substances, so this has been going on. The fact that they waited till it blew up literally in their face and they had to do something under public pressure, and now it's in the middle of the year and they've created another divide between them and the players, and once again they look incompetent, is my issue. They created the problem. And they're doing the best solution to a problem they created, but it's not a solution. It's just a temporary fix. It's a nightmare lose-lose situation, which I feel for for the MLB. But they're the one who got to this situation. Which is kind of how I feel about glass now switching over. But also, you want to know what the MLB is doing right now? They're just spraying a little flex seal on the situation, which I'm surprised the pitcher hasn't used yet. No flex seal on the ball. (laughs) Yeah, I think, so if you were a pitcher, what would be your go-to substance? I think Chick-fil-A sauce is a good one because it's also tasty. Flex Seal is a great one too. I would do Chick-fil-A sauce because a lot of people say that a way to tell if a pitcher is cheating is if he doesn't lick his fingers because a lot, like kind of a staple of pitchers cheating, pitchers so would, like pitching. Yeah. I'd be like, <laughs> and everyone would be like, oh, he's good to go. <laughs> I think also command strips on the middle finger could be, oh, could be good. That would be good. Or just... Ooh, Gorilla Glue. I think people use that, though. I'm trying to think of something even weirder than that. I think Gorilla Glue would hurt. Mm, maybe gum. I just put gum on it and just, like, hold it Some on. Some big blue chew. Two pieces of chewed gum and just, like... <laughs> yeah. Ooh, imagine it's, like, having, like, Spider-Man's webs, dude. You can just, like, fire it and pull it right back. I was thinking about that. Yeah, Spider-Man would be dealing this year. It would be nasty. Yo, his curveball would be nasty. You think Garrett Richards has the most spin rate on his curveball? Wait till Peter Parker's on that mound. Just shove it. Derek Cole might get... Derek Cole's going to be walking around the woods late at night looking for spiders to bite him. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah, I I kind of agree. But, so we talk about the MLB being a lose-lose situation. That's what I think Tyler Glass now is in. So, the MLB makes the announcement. Everybody goes on Twitter. Jack Flaherty was like, this is really bad. Pitcher for the Cardinals. Like, what are you doing? A bunch of pitchers started speaking out. Then we get was that, the... Was that his direct quote? 
No, I think it was just like unbelievable or like it's a joke or something. Okay. I, I can pull it up. Um, well, let's go with this is very bad because I think that's funny. That's what I'm going to go with. But so basically that's what happens. Then Tyler Glass now gets hurt. He gets pulled out of his start even though he was dealing. I forget who was the game. It was against the Blue Jays, right? So who was the Nats, against? I think. The or no, Nats? he pitched a no, good game against the Nats. Yeah, so Tyler Glass now, what game did he get pulled out of? It's what I need to know. So I'll find Wilson? out. I thought it was the Blue Jays, but let me double check just to make sure I have my details right. But he gets pulled out of his game against whatever team he was pitching against. He was hurt. He had a UCL mm-hmm. tear, basically out for the season. He's going to need Tommy John. White Sox, my bad. So he gets pulled from con- the game. Is that confirmed at all? So not the Tommy John part, but basically he has a UCL tear and he's going to rehab it yeah. to avoid Tommy John surgery. But this so, is reeks yeah. of a Chris Sale situation where he's going to eventually need to get the surgery. Yeah, but right now he's on the 10-day deal. So I, it could be not that at all. Just True. putting that out there too. Fair. But UCL tear and like a flexor the, strain. The way he's talking about it though, that might be the issue. And also, we've seen this before with Noah Syndergaard. We saw with Chris Sale. When a pitcher has this elbow blow up on them, it's just a time stamp to when you get Tommy John. It's how long yeah. can I push off till I get the surgery, but the surgery is eventually the only way. So mm-hmm. I'm inclined to say just get the surgery as soon as you need it because we always see them push it off longer than it needs to probably go. So anyway, he's on a 10-day DL now, but he gets the injuries, and he comes out with this mega press conference. He says the reason he got hurt is because he wasn't allowed to use any sticky substances. He admits to using sunscreen and rosin in the past. He says in a game against the Nationals a couple starts earlier, he didn't use any substances. Although he pitched good, he woke up the next day super sore, all over in places he didn't have. Then he talks about how not having a substance makes him grab his forcing fastball deeper in his hand. So now he has to change his grip. His curveball, he has to change his grip. Instead of holding the baseball lightly like an egg, direct quote, now he's gripping it and flexing his muscle. So when he's throwing the ball, he's fully flexing his arm and he's torquing it more than he should be. So let's put an extra strain on his elbow. And he blames the MLB and not being able to use sticky substances as a direct result of his injury. A lot right there, Jack, but where are you coming in? Oh, there's so there's so many places to go. This is this was my favorite inter, uh, press conference. I think I want to start with that he decided to come out and I just is through a like public relations lens more of than like baseball stuff. But he came out and admitted to using sunscreen and rosin. Then I think he said something like um, nothing crazy, just to get a grip. And he said that because he's known for crazy stuff. And in my head, it's just automatically paired up with Garrett Cole essentially not admitting but admitting to using spider tack um and then glasnow comes out who's also been kind of crazy he's got crazy movement crazy stuff saying i only use i don't use that stuff i only use a little bit of this stuff is that kind of like a little is that a game they're playing are pitchers now going to be like oh i cheated but i didn't cheat as much as that guy no, that's exactly what he was doing right there. See, now we are applauding Tyler Glass now. We're saying he was honest. He came out and he was transparent. But sunscreen and rosin, and then it's also the thing that if players don't sing sunscreen and rosin isn't cheating, then like you're not coming out and your your players aren't going to be upset with you. Whereas if yeah. Cole came out and said, hey, I use spider tech, he's going to get hate from fellow players. The way rules in sports work, though, is 
player agreements don't work out because even like when we're playing wiffle ball, if we say, oh yeah, that home run is like around that tree. If there's not a strict line and you hit the game winning home run and it's iffy, I'm going to be like, that's not a home run. Yeah, so it's if there's no competitive nature. There's no set rule. Like you can be like, oh yeah, I'm glad Glassnow is using that so he doesn't hit me. But then he throws a perfect game in the World Series. The other team's going to be like, well, he's a cheater. So there's it. It's just so complicated. It it really is. It's a good point. So there's a lot of ins and outs of that. But comparatively to Garrett Cole, I honestly think that Garrett Cole kind of looks a little bit better in the way of he handled it than Glassnow. So I'm not upset with how Glassnow handled it in the sense that. Garrick, we all know Garrett Cole using a spider attack. Like, we, we get yeah. it. He's using it. And, like, it's honestly kind of like I feel bad if we keep just singling that one guy out because there's other pitchers who are using it. Look at Chapman's RPMs. Look at Wade Miley's RPMs. Look at um, Trevor Bauer. Like, there's a bunch of other guys who are using it as well. So we're singling him out, of course. But So Tyler Glass now comes out, and he's very transparent and honest. But where I get a little caught up, I don't disagree that it's very likely that this could have caused an injury. Like, and his description of it makes a lot of sense. And, like, I am not denying that. Like, if you're holding the ball tighter, it makes sense that you're going to strain your arm. My argument, though, is, and my only point against, and, like, I don't mean this to come out, like, against Glass now because, obviously, he just got hurt. Like, I'm... I love the guy. He's a great pitcher. And, like, he's probably in, like, a spot. Like, he doesn't need, like, a dumb 21-year-old coming at him right now. But if you're straining that hard, wouldn't the idea be you have to take something off your fastball? Because the whole concept of having a grip adhesive is it allows you to throw harder because it it compensates for the lack of control you have because you're trying to throw harder instead of spotting it. I think the whole point of eliminating the adhesives is to eliminate people from throwing 100 miles per hour on every pitch and to force somebody like Tyler Glass now to throw 94, which is what he threw when he came into the major leagues, to dot that instead of whipping it from your butt at 100 every time. I think the whole point would be for you to compensate and try to grip it less. Now, I think sunscreen and rosin should be a lot, so they can grip it, but I think that is the argument, like, if you're gripping that tightly, maybe take a little bit off your fastball. Yeah, so that's valid. I think the two aspects of the foreign substance is that, the control. It kind of overcompensates the control, as you said. Then the other side, which people took too far, is using it to increase RPMs and throw frisbee-looking sliders. So it, it's kind of two different things, and probably a lot of hitters, at least right now it seems, were fine with the, the stuff before, they just don't like the crazy movement, and then they especially don't like it when there's six no-hitters in the first two months of the season. Yeah, so it's like with Glass now, it's, I don't want anyone to get hurt, so I feel really bad for him getting hurt, especially if he does end up having to get Tommy John. That's like two years of your career, man. Like that yeah. freaking sucks. Especially since you picked him to have a Chris Sale breakout MVP season. And he was. He's been nasty this season. So, like, I root for Glass now. I'm a fan of Glass now. So seeing this sucks, but so I thought that was interesting. I also just thought that the way it came across was a little bit, a little bit odd because it was like I agree with his point that you shouldn't take it away at the middle of the season. So I agree with most of what he said. I don't know. It just came out saying that he knows for a fact that sticky substances caused it. Felt a little weird because Tyler Glassnow does have a history of injuries. Mm-hmm. 
Like, he has been on the 60-day DL before for an elbow injury. Like, this isn't uncommon. And I do think we're going to get a lot of pitchers getting injured from this. So maybe Glasnow is 100% right. He knows his elbow better. Tyler Glasnow knows Tyler Glasnow elbow better than I know his elbow. So he may be right. This may have been the cause of an injury. But if that's true, isn't that kind of case to file, like, a lawsuit or a grievance against the MLB? It could be, yeah. Uh, I think... I was fine with that, especially because, like, I trust him. It could be an emotional re- reaction and I unwarranted response. But I do, like, it does seem believable. It makes sense. Um, and even if it doesn't make sense, I get that it's in a very emotional, upsetting response. You got hurt because you had to change the game you were playing all your career. So he kind of won me with that. I think where people got a little upset is he then took a step and kind of said what people hate hearing. And they're going to hate hearing it your favorite pitcher for the last 50 years, they've all been doing what I've been doing. And that's where I think people then can be like, oh, no, like my favorite pitcher doesn't use it. You're just like whining. And I, the people who come out and whine are obviously not going to look great, but not everyone's going to come out and whine. It's kind of my, so, I don't know. It, it also, here's my other last point against like what he said is we all knew that the MLB was going to crack down on this like we all knew it like and the MLB players knew it before we did because this is mostly a 2021 story but the MLBPA was contacted in 2020 about the sticky substance like say like the illegal substances so everybody knew that we were gonna reach a point in the road where you can't use it anymore so the only other argument that I've been seeing and I agree with and kind of went to my head is if you're Tyler Glass now, he said he went cold turkey in a Nationals game. Wouldn't it be in your best interest if you have an elbow injury history to try and prepare yourself to maybe not be using illegal substances? So when the MLB does come to a point, your career isn't like in jeopardy because you can't use it. Yeah. I think in an ideal world, yes. But I think also hindsight's twenty twenty, and Very fair. There's... I'm, it, it's a that's a good point um but that's probably the 100 percent safest way to do it and i'm sure a lot of pitchers are going to do that but he i understand that if you didn't take 100 percent precautions almost pitching nervously i can understand how a, like a young dynamic pitcher would not want to do that but i'm sure there'll be other aces who've been using pine tar who will switch to cold turkey and be as good or better or anything See, yeah, I don't want to, again, I don't want it to come out like I'm against Glass now here because I'm not. I'm just, I think there's questions that he raised because there were a couple, like, the injury thing. He went for it. And, like, that's why I think Cole kind of, because Cole was one day in and out. Like, Glass now really put the spotlight on him right here. And he did bring some really, really valid points up. And I think that's where I want to go to next is, um injuries with pitchers and that is the number one thing that Tyler Glasnow brought up and it could be huge for baseball and Glasnow could have predicted he said he talked to doctors he said he talked to a lot of people that this could have been an unforeseen consequence of banning sticky stuff that the MLB allowed cheating so much that now taking cheating away from the game could put the health of the players at jeopardy so I am worried about that because let's see if – I think that's a scoreboard thing we have to watch because if pitchers just start yeah. dropping like flies, then – Disaster. Glass sounds right. It's huge disaster. 
Yeah, that's a disaster for the MLB. That's, I mean, you if you have, we're not going to say did, it's, that's why DeGrom's hurt at all. Like, we, I don't think he's using punt or anything, but he went down tonight, and now we're asking these questions because any pitcher who goes down now, there is a little seed of a conspiracy of that. Like, is it's a drastic change. That makes sense that people's arms are going to be sore and pulled and torn and teared apart. This is why they should have done it at the start or the end of the season. Because the point the MLB is trying to get across is we don't want you showing 100 mile per hour class now. We want you showing 97 with control. That's the point. We're trying to get the miles per hour and the spin rate down in the game to increase contact. So you can't show 100 pitches because we're worried about your health. You got to go pitch to this guy for a ground ball. So the MLB is trying to get there. We're trying, we dejuiced the balls. Now we're trying to lower the speed of the game because it's moving too fast for everybody. They just they did it in such a bad way that now that pitcher's health could genuinely be on the line. I have no idea. But it makes sense, though, if you're used to throwing a ball with grip on it. Now you got to tighten that ball up. You're going to hurt yourself. And we already see yeah. a lot of these pitchers' elbows are ticking time bombs to begin with. Yeah, glass now, the only reason, I feel like you're generally, we're kind of like negative about it overall about his his press conference yeah i'm not negative about glass now i'm negative about the situation so i don't disagree i'm upset that glass now's hurt and i'm upset that he got put in this position and i'm upset that the mlb created this situation so like i'm just upset with the whole thing and all like it's not a glass now thing i think i just the whole thing is such a because baseball we have vlad guerrero jr fernando tatis acuna and Shohei Otani leading the MLB in home runs this year. Those are four players who are so good for baseball, yet we are dedicating a third podcast in three weeks to talking about goo and dumb stuff when we shouldn't. We shouldn't be talking about some old guy making rules for baseball. We should be talking about Vladdy's ass being like a machine carrying the Blue Jays. Like... Or what are the Blue Jays going to do when George Springer gets back? Where is he going to hit in the lineup? Like, that's what I'd rather, I think, would be so much better. Yet, the only time the MLB ever gets traction is when they F up, and it bothers me. I think yeah, I think we prefer this. I think we have the best conversations <laughs> during this. So, honestly, I'm not going to say, I'd rather talk about this than Vladdy, just honestly. Uh, I respect the honesty on that. I respect <laughs> it. So, I'm not like, again, it's not a glass house thing. It's a situation. So. Yeah. I, I really just went, not to always compare it to Derek Cole's conference, but they're AL East pitchers they met in the playoffs. I can't stop comparing it to that, and I view it as they're both foster puppies. Derek Cole got kicked in the head by the oh, owner. Jesus. And, yeah, it's, it's graphic. And he's looking up at you, and he's just like, doesn't know what to say. So you adopt him, you're like, ah, oh, fine. You, but he's not like the best dog, but you take him. Glass now is that perfect, per, in perfect condition and he's doing the puppy eyes, and it's almost like too much. You're like, he wants to get adopted. I'm not going to take him. That's kind of the, the approaches they took. The puppy comparison was a bit of a reach. I don't know if I'd compare him to dogs. No, it wasn't. It wasn't at all. It wasn't. But I get what you're saying. It, it did feel like Glass now was going a little bit for public like, sympathy. Like, he was leaning yeah. into that. Now, we had some other people. So, Trevor Bauer, before the game, he went to Twitter. And this one is actually... An interesting one to me. So he goes to Twitter. It's classic Trevor Bauer style. He records a video. And it's of him holding a baseball in the palm of his hand. Super sticky. And he goes, is this legal or illegal? Turns out it was just rosin mixed with sweat. That turns out to be super sticky. So 
So he does that full sin, that goes viral, which is very legal. Rosin is still legal, so sweat and rosin create and rosin create a sticky substance. So then he goes on Twitter, and the tweet that did interest me is he tweets, umpires are big winners here. At MLB just made them judge, jury, and executioner. If the umpire dislikes a player or a team, even if a pitcher has literally nothing on his hand, oops, sorry, 10 games, and there's no way for a player to appeal, how do you argue that your hand wasn't sticky an hour ago or a day or a week ago? Memo to all umpires, I'm sorry for any past transgressions. Please forgive me. Valid point. Yeah, very valid point. Bauer did so much stuff with this that I almost like kind of tuned it out because I was like, it, it's expected. Um, but it was, I thought he was, those viral clips of him, baseball just sticking to his hand. Um, I was thinking, oh, it's spider tack and he's kind of outing the people using spider tack. But he went the other way. He is now fully defending the substances because he's saying you can use something legal that makes the ball stick to your hand upside down so it he's kind of saying this rule is pointless in a way by that by that visual saying this visual is legal and that was his main push i think what yeah i think what he was trying to say is that the substances you can't treat it as a blanket like it's not all substances are the same and that he was trying to say that the MLB shouldn't be able to just ban you for having a sticky substance because rosin and sweat is a sticky substance. So the MLB could walk up and ban you for having something legal on your hand because they yeah. don't know the difference. Is I think that's the point of the video. I was a little overall confused by like his direction, but then with him, it always goes anti-MLB. And that's kind of where it ended up. Yeah, so he was just trying to say the MLB could literally ban me for having sweat and rosin because they don't like me. So I think that's the point he was trying to make. So the big winners are players who sweat a lot because some players don't. And then some players, especially I think if you have not a lot of hair, like like Chapman, Chapman rips after the first pitch. He's he's set. Someone like Jacob DeGrom, I don't know if he sweats. He might not be human, which could be the issue. Um, True. like Justin Bieber, he could be a reptile, but I don't think like you don't see him sweat a lot. So is that now putting him at a um disadvantage? Also, a quick side note: rosin doesn't seem sticky, right? Does it? Right? They use the bag and it's just like powder. I'm like, is that the chocolate yeah. LeBron James uses? What is that? Have you ever had yeah, rosin never... in your hand? I don't. Powder is not sticky. Not usually. So it's weird that if you wet it, it's extremely sticky. Is baby sticky. powder sticky? If you wet it, maybe. I don't think I've ever wet baby powder. I Well, we have had different paths in life. We should just get a bunch of things and see what we can make sticky on a baseball. That could get bad. That could get bad. But, you know, who cares? So, that's where Bauer goes. And so, that one was interesting. I felt that was more like Bauer-driven than like the league-driven. But then Carlos Rodon comes out. And so, this one's interesting to me. Because he comes out and he says... So I want to get the exact quote up. But it was interesting to me because he's the one who had a no-hitter early in the season. He's kind of had a really mm-hmm. good comeback year. You know, he's been spinning the ball really, really well. Um, just going to say that. But So he basically just said that the MLB is banning players for using sticky substances and suspending players. But they didn't suspend the Astros, who were known cheaters, a single game. In a playoff game. So, that he, is, he, he went in. 
he was the one who bit the bullet and I was waiting for, it was a ticking time bomb. As I said, in my TikTok video, go follow us on TikTok if you're not already. And if you're from here, thank you. Um, we'll send you a bagel. He was the, it was a ticking time bomb before someone was going to connect it. And he kind of took the bait and he had the most monotone video just went <laughs> in on Manfred. And it's like, okay, he is, pitchers are now upset about the Astro situation. And now similar with the glass now. When you put the Rodon and Glasnow thing together, it's. I think they make each other look worse because they're both now deflecting in two different directions, saying, like, my job's now going to be harder. Um, so it, it can kind of seem like they're deflecting. Both points, I think, are very valid. But when you put them all together, it's like, yeah, it, it's not the great look. All right, here, I'm going to go off. I'm, I'm, a, I'm holding back a little bit, but I'm a snap right here. Here we go. Yes, both points are valid. The Rodon and the Astro thing is a valid thing, but it's the classic case of whataboutism. What about that guy? I robbed the bank, but that guy did too. Doesn't mean you're innocent. The MLB, we've been talking about juiced balls. We've been talking about all of these things, and pitchers have been actively talking about juiced balls for the past two years. Now that the finger is pointed at the pitchers, they're become they have excuses after excuse after excuse of why they should be allowed to cheat and why their cheating is not as bad as what the Astros cheating was. You're still cheating. You're trying to cheat the game. You got caught. You created the problem. The pro- now, I'm not. I agree. The MLB enabled it. I agree. But that does not take away from the fact that you still did it, and it's still technically cheating. So I don't like the whole deflecting and the whole. The pointing and the whole I'm not it's not my fault type mentality like I don't I it's cool it's a really cool clip that Rodon went in on the Astros and I think it worked but it kind of just backs up my theories that pitchers are such like oh my god you guys are such divas sometimes yeah there's no good way to do it like on there might be a point there that Garrett Cole kind of had the best press conference because that's what I'm he saying was just made people feel so sad and he just he did the classic thing. He didn't show any emotion. He's just like, didn't admit to anything, but he's using he spider attack. We all know. He, ro- yeah. What happened is Garrett Cole took it on the chin. He knew right there, I can't blame my other players. I can't admit to using this. I'm going to get memed for the next five months. I'm yeah. going to take it on the chin right here. And he took it on the chin. And I kind of respect that. You know, like, hey, I did it. I can't say it for legal reasons. You know I did it. I know I did it. I'm not going to blame anybody else. I did it. So here we go. That's what happened. I have a couple little fun things to mentally explore. Say pitchers like Chris Sale. They haven't pitched in a minute. They're going to be coming back to a very new climate, and that's going to give them time to adjust. Maybe they won't get hurt. But, I mean, if last time Chris Sale pitched, what, 2019? Yeah, it was uh, mid-2019. So I mean he I don't I haven't seen anything about his numbers I've no idea but if he was say he was using at least a little bit of something now he's coming back after it's in a two year difference pitching is very different like it it changes quick very so true. it's gonna be interesting all these players who are either coming back from injury or like making their first MLB debuts for the rest of the season like how will that at the end of the year how will those numbers look and like is there gonna be like comparisons that we can point out and be like oh yeah well. 2019, he did this, and this year, it was it was a rough start. So I think June 21st is going to be a clear line of demarcation. We're going to figure out who used it. But there's also this a bunch of weird pressure. Say, for example, you're not using it, but you just have a bad <laughs> start. 
Like oh, the, that'd be me. Yo, everyone's going to just freaking go in on you. Not so, Jake, name a pitcher. Let's think of somebody who we don't. Kim Jin Ryu. I don't think he's using it. But say he say he is and or he isn't. Say he's innocent. And then the day after they make the rule, he gives up nine runs in the first innings. Twitter is just going to rip the guy apart. And now everybody is guilty to proven innocent. And that freaking sucks. I'm so scared of authority that if someone accused me of doing something wrong, even if I didn't do it, I, w- I seem like I did it. So if you I went out on that guilty. mound, yeah, I'm all constantly nervous, constantly guilty. So if I went out looking guilty, sometimes guilty, if I went out on the mound and was like, all right, if I pitch good, people are going to say I don't use it. If I pitch bad, they're going to say I use spider tack. It's, that's, I would pitch, I would walk the first seven batters in a row and people would be like, oh, he doesn't have the grip. So it, I, I feel bad for the, I don't know if there's nervous players in the MLB, but I feel like you'd have to be kind of confident to be a big league pitcher, but which, why, that's the main reason I'm not. No really other reasons. That makes sense to me. I also, yeah. we get it. But you're a confident, be a confident man. You're a hot boy. We get it. But it does, there's a lot of pressure for no reason right now. It's very interesting. And I feel bad for the pitchers who aren't using, who are going to get blamed for using. It's just such a mess. It's a sticky situation, as you would it say. Is. Now, to wrap up the pod, where do we go from here? Do we continue? Is this something where we just all sit back and we start going in at people throughout the season? Or is there like, because I feel like this isn't the end. I feel like this is chapter one. I think we are. So technically, this is our third episode of Pine Tar, maybe fourth that we've really talked about it. There, There's probably going to be at least a couple more, depending on things that happen. But I do think this is a landmark. But is it the ending or chapter one, as you said, it who knows before we get to the wrap up though i want to do another thought experiment because this is a science pod Ooh. 2017 um playoffs altuve is using the trash can hits the home run um chapman is using spider tack who Ooh. like what happens there are they both equally cheaters are you going to say astros were cheating harder I think Astros are probably bigger cheaters because if every if seventy percent of the league is using spider tack or like some sort of foreign substance, then we get to if everybody's cheating, nobody's cheating type ground. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Astros were literally the only team doing that, so that's kind of where I would go on that. Yeah, I'd I'd go a similar direction. It's gonna give people some fuel though to kind of to back it up, but it also happens to be the Astros were probably a big spider tag team too so it's kind of just what rough piss, what pisses me off sorry my last Here we word, go. is the mlb and the mlb players like everyone was okay with sunscreen and rosin you didn't need to go the extra step it's like where you're on the highway and you're going 70 miles per hour on the highway and you pass a cop they're not going to pull you over if the speed limit's 65 but if you start going 90 and you're swerving in and out of lanes you're forcing the hand, or now we mm-hmm. have to do something. And the we all know the MLB is dumb. Like, we know they're not going to handle it correctly. They've never handled anything correctly. So, But don't you, don't not you the MLB have TikTok, to force though. the we hand? Them. Don't you have to force the hand? If you're – Derek Cole made $300 million. Like, this is still – I mean, not everyone made that kind of money, but still a win for him. 
It is. It's just uh, it, that was that's what bothers me though because now like it's everything's eliminated when it shouldn't be because sunscreen and rosin is good for the game. It's good for the pitchers. It's good to keep them like their grip. It's good. And now poor hitters. Can we talk about the poor dang hitters? Not only do they have to try to hit wiffle ball pitches now. Even tonight, we saw hit by pitches. They're just going to be getting drilled left and right because pitchers have no idea where the ball's going. So they spend the first half of the season getting hit and can't hitting the ball. They spend the second half of the season hitting the ball but still getting hit. Yeah, it, I really – I think it was – this rule was written in the prophecy. I think it had to come to this crazy <laughs> close because the first day, like if there was an epilogue of this documentary – this the first pitcher who starts boiling coke and find just oh this is stitchy I can throw a dirty slider maybe it was like Sandy Koufax's great great grandfather in like the 1870s <laughs> so that I think this had to happen um, and now we've reached kind of that climax also a little behind the scenes Christian Arroyo just hit a grand slam to go ahead so Yo, that was epic Heim Bloom is a king. We will probably at some point do an episode called Heim Bloom is a Hottie and I Want to Kiss Him. Oh, I'm so down to do an episode. Let's make it happen. But I think we can probably wrap it up on this episode. Yeah, the stitchy stuff. Um, I don't, sadly, I don't think it's out of close, but we have enjoyed talking about it. We're gonna have to do more on this. We know it. You're loving it. You're you're licking it up. Oh, I'm. You've been waiting for your ass. Dude, since we started the podcast, you've been wanting that Astro scandal. Now we got it. We yeah. got it. Might even be bigger because it's all 30 teams, not just one team. So True. we're going to keep making the videos. We got to keep keeping you guys updated. Let us know what you guys think down below on the whole glass house situation on everything. If you've listened this far, send us a message on Instagram. What emoji do we want to send them this time? What, what are we thinking? Ooh, I think so. Yeah, if you send us a screenshot, I say let's go three trash cans. Sorry, Astros Ooh. fans. And also, I was thinking if you Dancing are... Girl. Ooh, we could also do Dancing Girl. It will be a it will be a mystery. We'll do mystery emoji. And also, if you're listening on audio platforms, we are on YouTube. It's a whole different experience. Well, it's a similar experience, but you can see us. You can see producer Wilson and all of his glory. So you can check that out. And if you're on YouTube, if at the same time you're watching the YouTube video, play it on Spotify at the same exact time and sync it up. I love that. Yeah, come hang out with Wilson. Every time somebody watches the pod, they're like, wow, we didn't know Wilson was so handsome. And like, nah, we didn't yeah. either. I thought he was ugly. It's true. But it goes both ways. But yeah, like Jack said, audio only, Apple, Spotify, podcast, all that fun stuff. Subscribe, like the video, comment down below something funny. We like funny comments. We had a really funny mm-hmm. one in the back. It was like, Jack, something about you taking my salary. And I was like, that's an OG cut. I love that. Yes, there's a uh, bunch of OG cuts. Um, there was a very upsetting comment the other day. We'll close with this on my um, one of my videos saying, um, I love you, but you have very tiny hands. Me or you? No, me. Damn, that's a low blow. And, he loves you and, and I was like, tell you that? Yeah, and I was like, I know I do, but like, why do you <laughs> gotta say it? Damn, wow. I guess we'll leave it on that sad note, but yeah, yeah don't send, do not send any messages about Jack's tiny hands oh, on Instagram at We Got Eyes Baseball and TikTok at We Got Eyes Baseball as well. Thanks, guys. We'll see you guys next time. Take it easy and stay chilly. <laughs>